You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. means let me get to the batter's box from valley sports wisconsin she's not on the 40 person roster so she couldn't pitch last night when things got away from them so they had to settle for mike brasso i bet she's bummed she's in st louis and can't go to lizzo tonight too well we can ask her that as well it is sophia minert on will dean's house sophia good morning how are you today hi guys doing well how are you uh, good. Tausch had his microphone while he was talking to talking into it drop uh, almost to the table. I understand you uh, on good days. I believe it says somewhere in a bio somewhere. You dodge Gatorade showers. Uh, biggest mm-hmm. technical glitch that you've ever faced, uh, microphone wise, or I don't know, power outage, whatever it might be. We see you all the time on, obviously, the telecasts. Have you ever had any technical difficulties? Oh, yeah. We've had a lot of them. Um, I think the worst ones as a reporter are when you, like, your audio is not working and you can't hear. So whether you can't hear, like, the truck with the producer, you can't hear the studio um, or whoever's talking to you. So you're going, you're you're kind of flying blind. It feels like, and then it's just like a cold toss from the camera guy, where they basically point to you and say go. Um, that has happened a couple of times. Uh, that's probably the most uncomfortable feeling when you're on the air. It's just when you can't hear. Did you ever? And like, then there's you know there's some things happen like when your mic's not on or things like that. You ever flip out? Like I, there's that viral clip of Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> oh, you're alive, uh, Eddie Sophia. <laughs> minertisms that have happened like that? Um, There have definitely been, like, moments of panic, but I generally try not to, like, have a tantrum or anything like that because the cameras are on you all the time and everyone can see kind of how you're reacting. Um, And also you just, you know, you always kind of want to assume you're live. So mm. I try, I mean, of course, there's frustrations, there's some panic. Um, actually, on opening day, there was one, the home opener, we were having issues, and I was waiting for them to toss to me. And it was, yeah, it was just, you know, it's, it can be stressful at times, but I try not to, like, visibly show it. Uh, well, that's too bad. We'd love to see some of those outtakes. That could be a ton of fun, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's plenty of outtakes. Uh, Jesse, pull some of those up. We'll we'll put those on as we're leading into Sophia's next visit. Uh, Hey, I'll tell you what, man. I think you see everybody is excited about Yelly. And Mm -hmm. is he back and everything else because of the homestand that he he had? And what are you seeing? And is it, you know, when when, uh, Bill joined us on Wednesday, I think we were down there, he said Yelly's going to go. He was seeing it. What have you seen so far? And is this... The new expectation, as far as what we can see, is is Yelly back, in your opinion? I think what you're seeing is, like, you know, the hard contact has always been there for him. So it's just a matter of, is it hard contact on the ground? 
or is it hard contact in the air? And what we've seen here in May over the first two weeks is it's, it's the ball in the air again. And so it's, you know, the three homers over the weekend, all of them coming on different pitches, you know, one's to left, one's to right. He's using all fields. We know he's got that power in him. Um, he is striking out less than what he did in the first month. Um, he's getting on base at a really high clip. His on-base percentage is 400. Um, and his fly ball rate has gone up. So it's like all good factors. You know what I mean? It's like it's good decisions. It's good position to hit. It's hard contact, ball in the air. He's getting on base a lot. He's stealing bases. He's scoring a lot of runs. So, yeah, I mean, all of that has been great production for him. Um, you know, and, and every hitter will tell you, like, the challenge is, like, trying to stay there, right? <laughs> it's like that's why this job is so hard is, you know, you're always trying to find your way back there. And then it's just as hard, if not harder, to try to stay in that place. So he's definitely done a great job. Um, what he does at the top of the order, it just sets everybody else up. Um, and, and we know he's the guy that, like, he can drive the offense single-handedly, which is a lot to put on one person. But he's, he's definitely capable of it, and he, he definitely did that on the homestand. So, Sophia, um the home runs are great, and and I don't know if he'll ever regain the MVP form that he had and, and have those kind of power numbers. But the play that I happened to catch, uh, I think it was Sunday, um, and mm-hmm. yes, maybe I'm a little biased because I saw Sydney make almost the exact same play in a softball game last year, <laughs> and, and I saw Yelich actually, or, or maybe it was uh, just on Brewers.com and McAlvey, but uh, refer to Little League with this play that I, he go, he steals second, the ball's thrown into center field, so he goes to third, that ball's thrown away, and he scores a run on that. And, again, we talked about his back issues in the past and everything else. To me, watching that, that's what I found encouraging because that's a lot of running and sliding and banging on the ground and that was encouraging to me. Does it feel like he is finally, knock on wood if I have some here, finally healthy and that is factoring in to how well he's playing? I, I don't think health has been an issue, honestly. Um, I mean, I would say the last couple of years he has been incredibly diligent about how he takes care of his body and his back. And, I, I mean, I just, I like to remind people that last year he did not spend any time on the IL and he played over 150 games. Like that is all you can ask of a player. Um, So to me, that's like the best sign that he's learned how to manage it. Now these things can flare up at any time. Anyone who's dealt with the back injury knows what that is like. Um, And, you know, he's been in there pretty much every day this season. Um, I I think he's maybe been out of the lineup uh, two or three days because, and he's not even getting many days as the designated hitter because of Jesse Winker and William Contreras. They just have some other options there. So I think he's done an, an excellent job of making sure he's available every day. And yeah, of course, like health is important for him. Um, but I think, I think he's done a great job of managing that and just, and just being available every day. So, uh, through six innings last night, it was eight to nothing, which I know is not ideal mm-hmm. against the last place team that is starting to try and figure things out after a rough patch. I saw that's what Craig Council described the Cardinals as. Um, I did not get to see the game. Is it fun when Mike Brasso goes into pitch, and are we able to smile at that, or does it suck 
to such a degree that no one's finding that amusing. Yeah, I mean, no one ever really wants to be in that spot um, because obviously you're doing that as a last resort. Um, When things go well, it can be entertaining. But last night was just one of those nights when really nothing went well. So um, Mike has had experience in it. He's done it, I think, now seven or eight times in his career. So he he knows what that's like. I think, if anything, it's more uncomfortable for the hitter to be facing a position player. Um, I think any player would tell you that. It's just it's an uncomfortable at bat because they're obviously not throwing hard and like you don't want to be the guy that strikes out against a position player. So um yeah, those it was just it was one of those nights when, when nothing goes well and you just, you know, flush it away and you're on to the next day. Yes, a ten run eighth inning, not ideal. All right, so Lizzo is playing is she playing Ampham Field? Is that where she's I think it's Fiserv tonight. She's at Pfizer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and we talked about Taylor Swift. Swifty. And uh, Paula and the girls are hoping to go to see Pink, who is playing AmFam Field. We do power mm-hmm. rankings on Tuesdays. Sophia, your power rankings of the three concerts you would like to see that are all on tour currently. They can include those three women that I just mentioned, or you can go off the board. What do you got? Of those three, I would put Taylor Swift at the top. Um, I did get to see her show in Phoenix when we were at spring training, and it's incredible. So um, I've seen her before. This tour is unbelievable. Um, So that would be my top one. Um, I've also seen Pink. Um, I saw her at Pfizer a couple of years ago. She is, this is going to sound crazy, but she's an incredible athlete. She is like a full-blown acrobat, the things that she does during her shows. She, like, went to acrobat or trapeze school to, like, learn how to do this. And the fact that she's singing and performing and flying through the air, it's its an incredible show. If, if Paula and the girls are, are wanting to go, it's, I cannot say enough good things about what an excellent performer Pink is. And I've never seen Lizzo. So um, I've heard nothing good things about her show. So I, I, I would like to see Lizzo because I think she's a really good musician. Um, you know, she plays a bunch of instruments. So I think I think I definitely want to go see Lizzo, too. It's uh, a bummer bre- that we're missing her. Breaking news, Shania Twain's in Madison today, too? Wow. Oh, I love Shania What a Twain. night. That's a great what a- show. What a what, what a, a deal! Yeah, what a night for music! What a deal, huh? Man, I feel like a woman. Uh, so That's finally, um, Tausch has a favorite out of this group too, and none of them have been mentioned yet. Uh, and I'm not going to call her by the ridiculous nickname that he uses. Have you ever seen Carrie Underwood in concert? And how would you rate her if you've seen her? I did. I saw Carrie at Pfizer in the off season. Um, great show. Um, she's got a, like, I think you forget how long Carrie's been around because I, I was like, wow, this is Carrie. Like some of the older songs that she has, like, you know, before she cheats and, or before he cheats in the oh, American yeah. Idol days. Um, yeah, I, Carrie put on a really good show though. I enjoyed her show. I feel like I she's a big fan. Sophia, I feel like you definitely have Carrie Underwood ranked below Pink. And just off of your enthusiasm level, you get Pink and uh, Taylor way ahead of Carrie. I'm not going there, although I would like to go see Taylor. I saw Taylor used to open for Carrie Underwood. That's how old Carrie Underwood is. Right. 
Right. I know. Well, Taylor used to open for, like, everybody. Taylor used to open for Kenny Chesney and some of those big acts. But um, Rascal Flats. Carrie's mm-hmm. just a different kind of performer. You know, it's not it's not a knock to Carrie. Yeah, um, she's got, like, more like ballads and stuff. So uh, okay. it's just a different kind of show. But <laughs> she's got an incredible voice. C. Un has a <laughs> incredible voice, if not an incredible nickname, Via Tausch. Uh, Sophia, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for always making time for us. We love it when you do. Have a great day. All right. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. That is. There's uh, no doubt there. Sophia is so nice, but I don't think she's a Carrie Underwood fan. Um, not certainly not to your and, degree. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Was she also, she's kind of old, like she past did, her yeah, prime. A, yeah, kind of. She's mm-hmm. older. Jeff Supan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is there a trapeze school? That's a great question. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to move on because <laughs> there's some things that I think would get me in trouble if I make a joke about them. So I'm just not going to do it. I think I know what joke you're thinking about making. Um, Won't Nelly is next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.